This is IGN. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A one-shot horror game that's silly, schlocky, and sometimes genuinely unsettling. This is your IGN review of Supernormal by Vicky Blake. Has any other demo had the impact of Hideo Kojima's genre-defining PT? That stunning playable teaser for the scrapped Silent Hills may be a decade old now. Sorry, yes, that made me feel ancient too, but its legacy is still undoubtedly shaping the games we play today. One of the latest to pay homage, Supernormal, says it's the spiritual successor to Allison Road rather than PT itself, another unreleased game that was heavily influenced by Kojima's aborted horror project. But doing the one thing Silent Hills and Allison Road couldn't, Supernormal has actually made it into our hands. And while it doesn't leave the same impact as its inspirations, it certainly has a few moments worthy of them, as long as you're prepared to get through its underwhelming first half to see them. Like P.T., Supernormal takes place in just a single location, Mr. Sakamoto's stylish Japanese home, and it's your job as an investigator named Wyatt to uncover exactly what the hell happened to his daughter, Sophia. Though the home is neat and orderly, there are plenty of signs that something's amiss. There's blood spattered on the piano, Bloody handprints are stamped all over the downstairs bathroom. Flies crowd around a pile of unwashed clothing in the laundry room, where a pistol just so happens to lie idly next to the washing machine. While we're spared the terror of yet another looping hallway extravaganza, Supernormal requires you to become very familiar with Sakamoto's home, and as you move around, exploring inexplicable sounds and following ominous blood trails, the true horror of what took place here begins to come to light. That can create an appropriately tense atmosphere, but it's one that's frequently shattered by some strange choices, particularly in the first half. For starters, Supernormal's dull opening cinematic is just your character and Mr. Sakamoto sitting in front of each other for three minutes as the sound effects and music get louder and louder until you can barely hear the conversation. A real problem given the auto subtitles just stop working, too. Shortly after, you'll wish you couldn't hear Wyatt as you're let loose on the house and he talks you through every idiotic thought that enters his head. It's uniformly awful dialogue, delivered in a fairly unconvincing way, but once you've made your first lap around the house, Wyatt falls mercifully quiet. That's wonderful because it's here when Wyatt shuts up and all you can hear is the sounds of the house settling and what may or may not be the groans of the undead that things take a turn for the terrifying. Nothing supernormal attempts feels particularly unique, but the scares are beautifully done, especially if you're playing alone in a dark room with headphones, as all horror games should be enjoyed. 
The first time I realized how the lingering spirit in this house was trying to communicate with me, the hairs on the back of my neck stood to attention. When a disembodied voice firmly told me to keep the light off, you better believe I obeyed it. The entire 90-ish minute playtime is essentially one giant fetch quest as you look for clues, and you'll never quite be sure what you need to do to trigger the next event, but the spooky interactions you'll encounter are genuinely unsettling, with randomized events that are considerably more terrifying than the scripted ones. There's one where the ghost scuttles up the wall like a cockroach, another where it skitters around the place with its back arched, a neat homage to the deleted spider crawl scene from The Exorcist. Other times, it's stomping around the kitchen, just a few feet away from where you're sitting, staring at a laptop. It's only by regularly interacting with the laptop that you'll be able to progress, though, which adds a delicious beat of tension every time you sit down. Undoubtedly, one of Supernormal's more intriguing features is a voice recognition system. Even though it never quite functioned properly for me, if you have a mic live, you can theoretically ask the spirit where it is, or if it can see you. Sadly, even though my mic was being picked up, I wasn't able to trigger any of the cool TV messages shown in its teaser trailers. I suppose it's nice that this feature isn't mandatory, as I was able to complete three playthroughs without using my mic, but it's a shame such a key feature didn't work for me during them. Even after I realized that the red mic icon meant the ghost can hear you, not that it can't. Surely green would be a more recognizable visual indicator? Supernormal does look and sound great, though. The visual style of the Sakamoto home and its lighting in particular are really well designed, even if they borrow many ideas from PT. Most of the time, you'll move through the story smoothly as well, rarely getting stuck in annoying ways, which, unpopular opinion alert, is a step up from PT's occasionally super confusing puzzles. I can't be as complimentary about Supernormal's clumsy story, however. Something something untreated mental health is bad is as lazy as it is stereotypical, and I anticipated an inevitable twist the moment Wyatt made a superfluous comment about a certain item he found lying around. I know Supernormal isn't the only game guilty of these crimes, but it is the latest in a long, long run of psychological thrillers that default to this kind of asinine storyline, and we need horror designers to try a little harder than falling back on harmful stereotypes. Despite an uneven start and a woefully predictable story, Supernormal can offer some sincerely spooky scares. The creepy house you'll explore is a tense treat to look at, though that atmosphere can get undercut in the first half by truly terrible writing. It's a shame such a brief game offers so little replayability, but while it's far from a PT killer, Supernormal is at least a decent way for a horror fan to kill a little time. Just don't look behind you. Supernormal's IGN score? 6. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on Supernormal and more, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.